at the back of my head, I know that it's all it's all just your limbic system craving random things. It's all, you know, there's, how do I say this? Mm, the most important thing to focus on is yourself. How you are growing, right? Everything else is noise. Focus on you, the person that you are at the start of the lockdown today, five years later. Yeah. And what are you taking out of this? What are you bringing out of this? And more importantly, what are you creating that is original? What's happening, people? Welcome back to the 43rd podcast of the Mini Adult Travels. In today's episode, I have with me someone who I've been meaning to bring on my podcast for over three to four months now. Somebody who I've been seeing on podcast with Varun, with Prakhar, Vedan, and Divyansh and all those people. Uh, a neurologist. Welcome to the show, Sid. Thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you so much for having me. It's so, a pleasure. Since I think the first time I, for the first time I discovered you was uh, on Prakhar channel itself. And since then, I'm sure you get this a lot, but uh, <laughs> again, uh, coming from me again, that uh, just wanted to have you on the podcast so that I can ask you a lot of questions about my brain <laughs> in general. <right? laughs> so uh, yeah, Everyone wants to know about their brain. It's actually the most uh, selfish and the most understandable natural thing ever. Yeah. You want to know about your own brain. So I totally get that. Right. And actually to start off with, I just wanted to talk about you. Uh, so there's there's this calmness around you uh when somebody sees you you know on youtube you you create videos on live session all that there's just this yeah. calmness the, the the smile that you have right now that smile which which makes me feel like ki being a neurologist somewhere because you understand the brain so well you sort of know ki why this guy is saying this or why this guy is you know uh smiling or laughing or he's sad <laughs> somewhere down the line you're like acha iske dimag mein ye chemical chal raha hai <laughs> and because you know all of this you're like I have figured out life. This is what I think. Well, <laughs> well, I, I mean, uh, I, I don't want to, what do you say? Jojo says, I don't want to do that. <laughs> there is, a, I mean, there's definitely a different perspective that it brings to you when you think about everything from the perspective of why is this happening? Why is this person saying something from the perspective of neuroscience? It just gives you a little bit of a detachment. But uh, I primarily use it just to sort of understand myself. You know, I don't use it much to think about why is this person behaving this way? I, I feel like empathy helps. So when I talk to somebody and also that's being a doctor, right? Like being part, uh, that's part of being a doctor that you have to constantly talk to patients and try to understand what's going on. And when they say one thing and they mean something else. And at some point you sort of bring that from your workspace to your everyday life. So everyone you talk to, you're sort of trying to put yourself in their shoes and try to understand what's going on. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I, I don't, I don't really think like when I'm talking to you, I'm not really thinking about your brain and your neural net. I mean, I am now, <laughs> now that you've mentioned it, <laughs> but otherwise I would not have, <laughs> I, I try not to use my powers for evil, you know. <laughs> <laughs> got it. Got it. So because you just mentioned that you are using it right now. What does your power <laughs> yeah. say about me? <laughs> what is your power saying about me now? <laughs> Oh, so I, I think that you're, you've become really comfortable uh, in this role as a podcaster. Like you've clearly, I, I don't know, I haven't seen your earliest uh, shows, but uh, I get the sense that 
uh, I'm sure when you started off, uh, there was a lot more of nervousness or just figuring out how to do a podcast. And now when you say comfort levels, it yeah. seems like you're very, very comfortable in this space of hosting podcasts. And that's really cool to see because it's infectious. So yeah. when your interviewer is comfortable, you feel comfortable. So that's pretty nice. Got it. Got it. All right. So I'm I'm super dumb when it comes to all that dopamine and amygdala stuff. So <laughs> you can quickly break down all those terms for the all audience. of it. <laughs> really, all of it. <laughs> wow. Well, How much time do we have? <laughs> maybe only the top four, if you want to, which fascinates you personally. Sure. Because, okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm, all right. So a five-minute introduction to neuroscience to all the listeners who haven't sure. been following my channel. Yeah. Go uh, for it. You have a brain. Yes. Uh, so in your brain, billions of neurons, neurons are the brain cells. Neurons are talking to each other all the time. The way they talk to each other is through these connections called as synapses. And each neuron talks to another neuron through something called as neurochemicals or neurotransmitters. Mm -hmm. And one of the neurotransmitters you've heard of is dopamine. And uh, different networks have different neurotransmitters. It's like how different parts of the world use different languages to talk to each other. Yeah. Same way, different parts of the brain use different neurotransmitters to talk to each other. And the parts of the brain where dopamine is used is uh, where you feel happiness, you feel motivation, you feel alertness, you feel like, yes, let's get up and do something. That is where dopamine helps. And uh, whenever you feel really up for it, that's mm -hmm. when your dopamine levels are really high. So when you win a prize, when you, when the girl that you like texts you back, that's uh, that kick that you get that is dopamine yeah. you know, rising in your head so Got you it. have dopamine to thank for for all the happy moments in your life right so in a way music that we listen to which makes us you know motivated happy even speeches uh, motivational yeah. speeches that in a way is just a chemical reaction in our brain my dopamine is going up Oh yeah, absolutely. Everything is, uh, I, I mean, I, I've, I've heard people complain that uh, when I put it like this, it takes the joy out of life. And I think it's the exact opposite. Just saying that something is uh, uh, chemicals going in your brain doesn't negate it in any way. I think it makes mm. it all the more special mm. that how can just chemicals flowing through neurons create all of the things that we see around us and all the things that we feel. Yeah. I, th I think that is biological magic. Yeah. yeah. So you almost feel humbled, you know, by the, mm. the, the, the scale of it. Right, right. I think what people mean is like, I think Kunal Shah shared a, a, a story on this and he was like, he, uh, I'm super happy. And there were the two photos, right? On the left, it's like, I'm super happy. On the right yeah. side, oh, stop it. It's just your dopamine rising. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was. Okay. I, yeah. So, you know what, like I, I, I do, I do this little cheat, uh, cheating thing that, uh, when I'm happy, I don't remind myself that it's dopamine. I let myself be happy. But mm. when I'm sad, mm. I tell myself that, hey, man, it's just dopamine going down. It's nothing <laughs> oh, personal. <laughs> nice. I, I like this. I like this. This this was nice. This, yeah. Yeah, this comes back to that detachment part that you mentioned. Uh, that you right. can detach yourself. Yeah, it's like breakup. Oh, okay. Dopamine is going down. Right. <laughs> figure it out. Okay. I mean, why are you so upset over some chemicals, man? It's fine. <laughs> yeah, right. So you might as well use it, right? Like you might as well use it to your own advantage mm. if you have knowledge. Yeah. Why, yeah. why not? <laughs> makes sense. Makes sense. So quickly moving on to, you know, uh, uh, mix of success and brain neurology, psychology, whatever you call it, because you have spoken to so many people, uh, successful people and 
obviously unsuccessful people as well in their own definition but uh, speaking to people like varun prakhar uh, divyanshu kunal shah uh, abhish yeah. matthews and other people what do you see is common uh, if i if i use the word right psychology neurology of their brain uh, you know uh, why what's the common factor why are they are the way they are you know the ambition the success the curiosity mm. whatever i'll tell you what all of those guys have gone through really tough times and all of them have somewhere figured out their own strengths and weaknesses and all of them have figured out how to deal with their own strengths and weaknesses because what is success for one person is very different from what is success for somebody else so there is no universal definition of success so kunal shah succeeds in a way that is very different from how abhish matthew succeeds but the common thing is that they all know themselves and when they start on a new project a, a massive part of our energy actually goes in managing your own reactions your own emotions because every project is going to have a lot of ups and downs that is inevitable there'll be days when you are really good there'll be days when you're really bad for somebody who doesn't know themselves a large part of their resources your mental energy is spent on just managing themselves but if you know yourself really well then that part is taken care of so you can actually focus on the important things which is getting shit done which is actually doing things correct i feel that that is the common thread between all successful people that they can manage themselves first and foremost everything else will just follow all right so that's why i'm assuming why meditation helps because it brings awareness about oneself that's why journaling helps because it helps you reflect your thoughts but uh, you you mentioned strength and weaknesses and managing oneself right yeah. uh, so how does someone not manage themselves what do you mean exactly like for example if i'm sad i'm i'm just sad and i'm sad i'm sad and keeps going on for days and days and days and i'm not doing anything from that sense or yeah so that is one that is one way to do it uh when i say m- managing yourself now i'm going to take a personal example i know what are my strengths i know that i can learn something very quickly and i know that i'm reasonably creative in terms of imagination uh my weaknesses are that uh because i feel like i learn something quickly i tend to push it to to the last day i know that i know that i uh if i have a deadline i will do i will do something else till the second last day and on the last day i will try and do it like for example tomorrow evening i have a, a talk to give on headaches uh, to all the local doctors okay. now i've known this for like 2 weeks and i also know that it will take me 2 hours to sit with a book read up read up on the topic prepare a presentation and prepare my speech i will do it today evening that is how i function now that is my weakness but because i know this i arrange my life in a way that i get everything else done and i create a window which is very very comfortable for me to work at the last minute okay and this is extremely personal for me this is something that works for me and has been working for me for the last 15 20 years the point is that if it were somebody who doesn't know themselves very well yeah they would think of this as procrastination and there will be a lot of frustration and there'll be a lot of damn it why didn't i do this earlier why didn't i you know I all, all that sort of self questioning loop 
Yeah. But I'm not going to waste even one minute questioning myself because I have known myself inside out now. I know that this is how I function. So mm. instead of constantly worrying about it, I will get a lot of other things done in the meantime and create this window where I can work on this one thing without any interruption. And I know that it's going to get done. This is just one sudden example that comes to my mind. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. this is what I mean by knowing your strengths and your weaknesses. What are you good at? And how good at it are you? If you know this to a dot, you can actually go in a flow. You can, you know what to take up, you know what to say no to and think of it as it. surfing. You know, you, you know, which waves you can ride and you know, which waves you should just skip out on. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Right. It's all about maintaining your balance. Yeah. If, if, I see uh, similarities in my life as well. So uh, yeah. I also have a lot of things in mind that I want to do. I have to do this, I have to do But I see this common pattern that when I am told to do this or I have someone mm-hmm. above me, you know, who's maybe guiding me or mentor or something, then I'm able to do it much, much easier and faster. Because it, in yeah. a way, it's a deadline or accountability. For example, I did not have a coach. I, I would work out. Sometimes I would not. I did not have that, you know, accountability or something. Today, I have to, you know, text my coach every day, ki, done, done, done. Or he keep calling me that one. And for music, I see that guitar uh, behind you. I just bought a guitar yeah. a week ago. And, oh, uh, really? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I wanted to learn music for the longest of times. Finally, I'm in my hometown. I got a music uh, teacher uh, nearby. After this podcast, I'm going to him only. And Lovely. Now I'm You're learning the guitar. I'm learning guitar plus uh, music as well. Uh, Too good. So I see that similarity, you know, of uh, understanding myself. And I feel that I also understand myself very, very nice. You know, I'm good at this. I'm not good at this. I understand this. I have to work on this. But the question is, how do you go beyond this? I know, ki, you know, I know for a fact that I know the steps. I know how to do that. But how, you know, action kaise le? <laughs> Wo, Right. That, that, yeah. So the what I said previously about knowing yourself really well is step one. Once okay. that is done, then you are really good at consolidating now. So whatever you want to do, you will do it very well. Hmm. But the problem is we confuse consolidation and growth. These are two different things. You want to know yourself very well to consolidate, okay. but to grow, you need to step out of your comfort zone. You need to step into an area where you don't know yourself very well. And this is a balance that you have to achieve. You know yourself well, you consolidate. There are things that you know you can do, but you don't want to stay there all your life. You want to get to the next step. For that, you have to reach out and be in a place where you are not sure of yourself. And there is this zone of discomfort just outside your comfort zone where you are not sure of what you are doing, but you are sure that it's not going to kill you. It's not going to overwhelm you. Mm. And that awareness has to be there. And if you can, I try to maintain myself in that zone where I'm 80% comfortable, 20% not comfortable. And that comfort zone will keep increasing then without you realizing your, Mm. your comfort zone. If say on my day one, you can think of it as, let's take the example of the gym or the guitar. It, those are the perfect examples, actually. Because on day one, 
every cord will be outside of your comfort zone. But it's not a threat to you. You know you can do it. It's just that you can't do it right now. Mm. So you have hope. You will keep trying. You'll keep trying. And then the C chord will come inside your comfort zone. But then the F bar chord is not. Now you have to, again, keep trying, keep trying. So at Makes every sense. level, yeah, you're, you're growing. You're not fully comfortable. You're not fully uncomfortable either. And you're in that state. Got it. And that's the zone of growth. Yeah, I think... This reminds me of Prakhar. Uh, Prakhar told me this, that you don't have to stay out of your comfort zone. You have to stay in the boundary between the comfort and comfort and keep pushing that, you know, uh, uncomfortable exactly. zone, zone. And what you mentioned was very, very, um, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. This, this is how learning, this is how learning works and mm. tying it back to neuroscience. Mm. Uh, you mentioned two things. You mentioned dopamine and you mentioned amygdala. Now, the importance of those two things in this conversation is that dopamine helps you learn. Dopamine gives you motivation. So you need a sense of curiosity. You need a sense of motivation in order to learn new things. Amygdala, on the other hand, gives you a sense of threat. Mm. And you need a little bit of amygdala activation to tell you that something is important. But if that amygdala activation becomes too high, then your mind freezes up because now you are under too much danger okay. and now you can't learn anything. Got so it. you have to figure out that sweet spot of amygdala activation where mm. a little bit is necessary because that's how you know something is important. Otherwise you'll just yawn, get bored and go. Away. Yeah, yeah. But too much is like too much stress. Oh my God, I can't take this. And then you'll go away. So in both of those extremes, you'll walk away. And then there's a middle zone where it's just perfect and you are learning optimally. Wow, man. Super interesting. It's like mind, playing games with mind, play games with mind. It's like, <laughs> uh, and maintain that, you know, zone. It's like, if I'm learning guitar, I can't think of playing Anuj Jain today itself. It's like playing Saregama <laughs> today. <laughs> play Saregama today, play Anuj Jain after one month. So play exactly. that. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Nice. Figure out your zone of discomfort. <laughs> it's different for everyone and it will keep changing for you. Every day is different. Got it, got it, got it. <laughs> right. So I, I uh, this reminds me of a tweet that you, uh, no, there was this tweet, very recently you tweeted it, I think three, four days ago. Everything mm -hmm. is editable. Yeah. What do you, what do you? I think, yeah, Divyanshu I had uh, tweeted that. Uh, I, I and Divyanshu had a uh, Instagram yes. chat. Yeah. And uh, I had recently done a neurohacking workshop with, with uh, Divyanshu's uh, Tag yeah. Mango. Yeah. And one of one aspect of that workshop was how you can edit yourself. And what I meant by that is all these things that you feel you do, when you'd say that I am someone who procrastinates, when you say that I am someone who's lazy, or when you say that I'm somebody who learns very fast, all these things are just neural networks. And these are neural networks that have been coded and reinforced multiple times by your actions. But nothing is fixed. Nothing is being laid down in cement and said that you can never ever change this. There will be varying degrees of difficulty. So something you've learned yesterday can be changed very easily. Something you've learned 20 years ago can be changed with great difficulty. But everything can be changed if there is enough motivation to do it. Even your instinctive responses. So the way you react. So somebody is a very angry person. 
एंड दे एक्सेप्ट दैट हाँ मैं तो गुस्सा करता हूँ मुझे थोड़ा भी इरिटेशन हो गया तो मैं गुस्सा करता हूँ when you keep reinforcing that identity it becomes more and more difficult to change but the day they say that i want to change this i don't want to be an angry person it is editable identities change all the time the only thing is they change without your conscious uh, self but you can change it voluntarily as well yeah that's what i meant by that yeah it reminds me of that uh, atomic habits by james clear in this book he mentioned exactly that, uh, there's this guy smoke who he smokes but he's trying to quit and he says that i am not a smoker <laughs> and he doesn't say i'm not i'm trying to quit he says that i'm not a smoker yeah so that becomes a part of his identity exactly. and got it, got it exactly got it. you need to change that basic wiring yeah yeah makes sense makes sense so um, speaking about weed and ayahuasca and all of these mm. things that people do to you know go creative uh, one <laughs> of the uh, i think one of my friends i think i was in third year of college which is last year and uh, one of my friend used to listen to a lot of sia and she started smoking weed just because she thought that sia smokes a lot of weed to make her songs <laughs> what is this creative aisa kuch hota hai i was ka and not this weed and all that low to tum creative ho jaoge kal tum nahi kya hai ye scene aisa nahi hai creativity is basically your neurons connecting in a different way तो हमारे न्यूरॉन्स को एक पर्टिकुलर पैटर्न सिखाया गया है कि तुम ये देखोगे तो तुम ये सोचोगे तो तुम ये करोगे दिस कोडिंग इज फिक्स्ड बिकॉज ऑफ आर लाइफ एक्सपीरियंसेस बिकॉज ऑफ द एनवायरनमेंट वट एवर वी हैव बीन टॉट टू डू व्हाट क्रिएटिविटी डज इज आई विल सी दिस थिंग बट इन सो फॉर एग्जाम्पल दिस इज अ पेन राइट यू सी दिस योर ब्रेन लुक्स एट इट एंड सेस हे दिस अ पेन बट what if i can train my neurons to connect random things and put them together so now if i look at this and i tell you think of anything except a pen now try to make this into something else what will you do mm. think of it as anything else okay i'm trying to think yeah. of it as a bindi yeah Sure. Think of it as a bindi. Now, can you can you visualize it more? Can you think of now bindi is an bindi is a uh, is an actual object, and you can keep doing that. You can even think of it in abstract terms. Okay. Now think of something that a pen would represent, for example. Okay. Now what you're doing now is forcing your neurons to disconnect. because that connection between this image this visual image hmm. and the word pen and the concept of the word pen are so it. tightly linked yeah hmm. and they keep trying to connect they're constantly trying to connect and i'm forcing you to break that bond break it now look at this and think of anything else try to think of abstract things think of it say hmm. for example think of yeah. a relationship yeah all right think of a relationship <laughs> and now look at the pen now try to find what can be the similarities what are the differences how does a pen match up to a relationship now think of the concept of a relationship and how it can overlap with a pen it's mm. uh, you know it, it it comes with a gap and then sometimes you have to open you have to open the relationship in order to let uh, let language flow 
you have to say that you know the ink can run yeah. out if you don't refill metaphorically, it metaphorically yeah metaphorically you can say that every pen writes differently everybody's handwriting is different and how we expect that all pens will work the same way but they don't hmm. and so on and so forth and now the more you start thinking about it the more connections will start coming in that and if you talk about this for half an hour suddenly you'll think that oh a pen and a relationship have a lot in common I don't know why half an hour ago I couldn't think of any similarities. Got it. Right? Yeah, yeah. Now what happened here is your neurons connecting in a different way in a way that they hadn't connected before. Hmm. This is art. What we just did is art. This is creativity. Now the reason that it is difficult for a lot of people is because we are so trained to think in a particular way that it's a pain to come out of it you you especially break the neurons mm. in i mean there are a lot of creative indians let's not <laughs> i mean there is the education system the way it sort of wrote and yeah. learning and all that that is what i meant yeah, yeah exactly yeah. now this is trainable if you practice this if you look at a pen and every day you look at a pen and do something else you match it to something else Mm. this is trainable your neurons will learn to look at things in a new way yeah. what artists do is they can now especially the good artists the professional artists they're able to do this by choice so if i tell you write a poem on a pen you'll be able to write a poem in half an hour in 20 minutes if you've done this many times before write a song you are able to look at things and you're able to look at notes on the guitar and match them in a way that hasn't been done before now if you're not able to do this voluntarily a lot of chemicals help loosen up your neurons so weed alcohol all a lot of psychedelics mm. they loosen up your neurons so then your neurons don't connect in the same way that they used oh. to so now random neurons start talking to each other yeah makes and so much starts, sense starts yeah you start seeing things in a very different way or you look at the pen and suddenly the pen starts becoming a snake yeah or the pen starts you know turning into a circle because your neurons are not yeah. able to talk in the same way mm. and we say that wow i feel so creative except you are not doing this consciously you are not being creative the drugs are making you see things in a different way mm. and if you can remember those things and bring it back and write about it you will say that you made it happen and mm. that's fair but you can do it voluntarily as well exactly. right it's just about how how tied down you are in your own head and do you really need drugs to let yourself uh, go or can you do it by yourself got it got it it feels like you have said this to so many people so many times <laughs> like kya gadhi audience yaar kitni baar batao oh bro absolutely not <laughs> i think that this is something so uh, fundamentally fixed in our brain and I, i i'm sure that a lot of people don't look at it this way yeah and i don't mind saying this every day for the rest of my life if it can help people just loosen up a little bit you know yeah. just <laughs> let your neurons chill a bit <laughs> while while you were saying this i was actually imagining all those songs where pen becomes snakes and wall becomes humans you know that oh, all that yeah. video creation yeah, yeah. yeah. 
yeah that's all no, trans no. <laughs> yeah <laughs> got it got it <laughs> right so uh, the one of the most common question that i get is how do you stop procrastinating and mm-hmm. it is so common that when i made a reel out of it it went out to like 180k itna 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 zyada you know everybody asking me you know how to stop procrastination yeah how how do you matlab comfort zone agar ne bata diya fir bhi uh but still as in what's the for, if mike in my case it i think it's mostly uh we procrastinate on things that either we are trying maybe or we're not very good at uh because you know we are scared of uh, not doing yeah. good job at it or uh, maybe not you know for example guitar i start playing guitar not able to play anuv jain or any other song and i'm like nahi karna amygdala aata hai wo motivation nahi rehti and i leave it this is what i get but yeah yeah procrastination has everything to do with uh, what you said scared so fear uh, the source of procrastination is uh, a mixture of fear and screwed up motivation so you have to be aware of what you are afraid of and you have to be aware of how your brain is constantly looking for more important things all the time when you are when you are trying to study and your phone is beeping next to you for your brain it's thinking that there is something very very important in that beep there is something very important in that uh, notification that i have to turn towards right now this textbook can wait there's nothing threatening me from this textbook kuch interestingly there's nothing that is going to help my life but from this phone something very very important is going to come to me that is the primitive form of thinking and procrastination comes from a very primitive place in the brain procrastination is not an evolved concept procrastination is basically your primal brain telling your new brain what to do as opposed to the other way around okay, okay? so if you are in the jungle and uh, you are trying to read a textbook for example so say you are in the middle of the jungle and you are reading your physics textbook every time there is a sound in the bushes will you or will you not turn to that i will yeah and there is some growl somewhere will you turn i'll there? run <laughs> you'll run exactly in the opposite direction yeah, yeah. yes <laughs> now when you are studying your brain still thinks that you're in the jungle by the way so when you're studying and your phone beeps there is a chance that there can be something very important over there and you will turn to that a to see if there is something threatening and b if there is a possible source of a dopamine kick so every time you open instagram and you see those red hearts and you see how many followers you've got and every time you open twitter and you see how many retweets you got you're getting a dopamine kick it is guaranteed that you will get a dopamine kick yeah so you will chase it in the promise of dopamine kick hmm now the way to hack it is a reduce the threat say that there is nothing threatening out there mujhe koi marne nahi wala hai right there's nowhere else that i have to go b reduce your dependence on dopamine do not chase dopamine it is an endless loop you will never ever ever reach the end of it you are always going to find another spike of dopamine another spike of dopamine and the thing with dopamine is that it spikes and it comes back it falls down to the baseline it's not like you sh- 
open Instagram once, it's going to improve your experience the next time or the next time. It's not additive. Okay, got it. You are not getting it. any advantage. Yeah, so yeah. coming back to the, the base, way, yeah. yeah, the the way to switch it is to link your dopamine spikes to additive things. So every time you play the guitar, the next time you play the guitar, you are happy that you spent one hour yesterday because now today's experience is better. Every time you read a textbook, wow. the next time you read it, it is helping you the next time. So turn Makes your sense. attention towards things that are additive and link your personality, link your dopamine to additive things. It doesn't matter what, whether it's the gym, whether it is dieting, whether it is, uh, you know, creating a project, whatever, and identify additive things and link your dopamine to that. And the best way that for me, it's making notes or creating even your, uh, yeah. you know, you create a, a sheet of paper and you just start tick marking every day that you worked out. It's mm. additive. You can see your progress. Mm. So now your dopamine is linked to that. And then you realize that scrolling Instagram for one hour doesn't add up. It's I have nothing right. to show for it. Yeah. And then gradually your brain will shift towards additive things. That's the only right. long-term way of uh, getting rid of procrastination. Got it, got it, got it. That's why it's actually so visual that the numbers and we see my followers increase it one. Yes. And but the thing with Instagram algorithm is that next day it will fall by five. Mm. And you are going to get Uthnai Yeah, in fact, five plus and three down, you are not two plus. You are overall unhappy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's the fucked up thing about social media <laughs> right so my next question was actually coming to this i have this friend creator if you know anushka rathod so uh-huh. i i told her that i am doing a podcast with you i was having a conversation with her yesterday and i told her ki bhai batao koi question mission hai to for said i was preparing questions for you and she told me he asked him about this mental health thing like how hmm. to keep your mental health in check because she's like everybody's fucked up in the mind they might be happy but kahin na kahin kisi ki intensity lage for sure ko depressed hai ko depressed nahi hai but everywhere somebody is you know mental health they facing the issues and especially with the yeah. creators so much of energy of them goes out on creating right they are creating content and thinking about content shooting video creating all that and then high pressure situation it's high pressure right it's 115k followers it's millions of followers then 1000 bhi kam hota hai 1000 bhi badhta hai views girte hai to obviously it will impact your Health, right? right because it's not just numbers it's also your money it's your net worth as well in one way or the other now yeah right? so yep. how does one uh, keep that in check uh, so that the challenge is that your uh, like you said in the in, in your one line you covered so many different points because mm-hmm. you're talking of your identity you're talking about your validation that is the primary the most important thing if your identity and your validation depends on a fluctuating social media scene hmm. then by definition your your state of balance is all topsy turvy because there are some days when you feel very very validated there are some days when you feel very low yeah and when you are placing your sense of self worth on something so erratic then you have to you're signing up for that your mental health is going to if your mental health is attached to something so erratic then you mm. are signing up for a very attachment uh, roller coaster ride so the way to do it is first of all 
delink your sense of self worth from that onto something a little bit more constant even if it is just your own health your own physical health or your own say yoga or meditation or your own reading or something which is more stable it could be a relationship it could be a family ties it could be a couple of really close friends that you have anything link your sense of self worth to that first of all so that you have some ground to stand on because mm. otherwise you're trying to balance things while standing on a ship in a storm it's not going to work yeah then after that you have to think of this whole thing as a job and try and delink as much emotions as possible got detachment to, is the keyword here absolutely detachment is the keyword here because the more emotions you put into it the less clear you are thinking about it so you have to think of social media as if you are in that space where you are creating content for people's for consumption you have to think of social media as a job you have to think of numbers as a job you have to think of uh, your followers as a job everything is transactional everything is mechanical gir gaya you immediately look at q gir gaya okay this is a problem i have to solve it it's not personal it doesn't mean that now i am 300 followers less worthy it's not that if you link that to social media then you are tying yourself to the roller coaster when it goes up you go up when it goes down you go down then it is impossible to think clearly got it right if, so everybody's yeah. job has that everybody's job has that ups and downs yeah you were saying something yeah if i say uh, like if you have to answer like one second tomorrow you have zero followers from 30 to 0 would you be happy would be uh, you'll be obviously it will be it will be so devastating because tum jitna bhi bolo a sense of your identity is linked to that you have a sense of pride in it yeah so if you have to really detach yourself you have to remove that sense of pride and you will say that even if i have zero followers is absolutely fine and that is where those other links help you have to give one problem with social media is that when you get a lot of dopamine from this uh. you will take all your source of dopamine from other things and place all your eggs in this basket got it got it because yeah it's a compounding yeah. thing yeah i think um look at it more like a business than like validation is also way to look at it. for example i've been getting on for 10 million months on youtube i've just 2500 followers right subscribers i don't feel really you know depressed or sad or whatever and i keep uh, my consistency is still up i keep uploading videos at the same time same on instagram i had been creating on a longest of time only recently i just jumped from 2000 to 8000 followers wow. and even then i am like theek hai let it go because i am not treating it as a, you know ki bhai uh, net worth validation i am treating it as business ki when i hit 50k or when i hit 100k i can base yeah. a business around of it is what i want to do like you know personal brand sort of thing i'm not thinking of it ki bhai validation mil raha hai har din ke 10 dms aa rahe hain bhai great content great content that does not uh, drive me i think this is also a way to look at it yeah yeah but why does we are so addicted to validation matlab coming from you and also a status game here like kunal se itna bolte hain unke bare mein if coming from you if you say me after the podcast bro you are doing great lovely podcast bahut maza aaya i'm like yeah and if my mom says me abhi ki bahut sa podcast hai beta na ha theek hai chalo that kuch nahi hoga why is this it's also unexpected right because if i if i were to call you and tell you every day Hmm. that hey man great podcast hey man great podcast your dopamine <laughs> will only last the first two days after that <laughs> you're like ha theek hai papa's call kar raha hai wish kar theek hai because it is now no longer a no longer a threat or no longer a 
source of excitement. Yeah. So if your mom has been somebody who has been very very critical of you for the last three years, कि क्या कर रहा है कुछ नहीं बकवास कर रहा है and then she comes and tells you आज का podcast अरे भाई let's even put it up on social media. Yeah. Feeling mom's love, you will put it as a tweet. Tweet. It's all about threat, man. It's all about threat. Wow. Yeah, it's it's such an interesting, fascinating game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, in a way, we're just animals. Mm. It's it's very silly. We are we are just an or we are babies. We are just babies. We are just running after things. <laughs> it's crazy. It's just adulthood is basically using sophisticated ways of justifying childish wants. Makes you so <laughs> humble. Makes you so humble at the end of the day. Hmm. so that's why i've i've read i mean it's not like i'm doing anything different i mean i'm i'm also doing the same thing but i have completely detached from the intensity of it mm. like i'm still going through all of that i'm still allowing myself to feel the joy the sorrow the oh subscriber kam ho gaye oh there was a mean comment on youtube oh man twitter mein kyun nahi ho raha but at the back of my head i know that it's all it's all just your limbic system craving random things it's all you know there's how do i say this mm, the most important thing to focus on is yourself how you are growing right everything else is noise focus on you the person that you are at the start of the lockdown today 5 years later yeah and what are you taking out of this what are you bringing out of this and more importantly what are you creating that is original mm-hmm. that nobody else can create because there will never ever be another you right there will be a lot of people with 7000 followers there will be a lot of people with 1 million followers that's not the point right the point is there will never be another you so what does that mean what is you what is this thing that only you can do this unique combination of your experiences your upbringing your thought process the books that you have read the friends that you have had that combination is art and there's nobody else who can create that one thing that you can wow. create but you have to figure it out Yeah, yeah. I think that is the only meaningful takeaway from all this. Everything else is noise. Mm, yeah, makes so much of sense. Like that's why it's said that be unique, stand out of the crowd. If I speak from a speak singing point of view, if he, Anuj Jain, or I was speaking about Anuj Jain, I was speaking about uh, there's another band, Chai Mai Toast. There's uh, mm. Local Train. Of course, all these guys might not be the best singers, and there might be a lot of maybe hundred of singers. who are better than these people but they yeah. we don't even know their names just because they are just cover singers they just keep singing on pe- songs that have already been made and these guys yeah. have made their own song which is unique to them and that's why you know it stands out and why they are what they are exactly 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 so create stuff i think uh, without if possible without drugs <laughs> let your neurons <laughs> yeah let your yeah. neurons go free right so uh so how to be you know how do you be aspirational like i want this i want that and 
not be drowned by ambition slash competition at the same time no uh, ambition will always keep you unsatisfied i remember writing on my facebook bio in class 12th ambitious and unsatisfied and uh, ambitious and <laughs> unsatisfied and it still keep going right uh, it's like सिटको पॉडकास्ट में लाना है सिटको पॉडकास्ट में लाया ठीक है वो एम्बिशन हो गया अब नेक्स्ट इसको पॉडकास्ट में लाया कुनाल सागर लाना है वो हो गया फिर वो क्या इट कीप्स गोइंग ऑन राइट एंड ये ठीक है बट देयर्स यू नो सोशल मीडिया कंपटीशन कैन टेक इट अ डाउनवर्ड ट्रेंड एज़ वेल लाइक यार इस केस में आ रहा है मेरे इसमें क्यों नहीं आ रहा यार इसमें ऐसा क्या है एंड यू अंडरस्टैंड दैट राइट द लूप स्टार्ट्स कमिंग हाउ डू यू या हाउ डू यू डिटैच फ्रॉम दैट एंजॉय द प्रोसेस गिव इट टाइम एंड लेट द वर्ल्ड डू व्हाट इट मतलब लेट यू गेट अ पॉइंट I yeah, I I let uh, so I let myself feel whatever I need to feel. So the point of detachment should not be that I shouldn't feel anxiety, I shouldn't feel fear, I shouldn't uh, feel competitive. No, I detach myself at a point beyond that. Uh-huh. Feel whatever you have to feel. It's part of the human experience. Don't. deny yourself all of that be competitive be motivational be aspirational be unsatisfied it is fine who said that you have to be satisfied mm. who said that you have to be happy all the time you know if you detach yourself at that point then it is much easier because you are letting yourself be motivated by whatever it is that motivates you and you are just looking at it from above and making small adjustments here and there so that you are sort of on the right track and you're not fucking it up too much but mm. you because that is who you are you cannot mm. say that i will not feel anxiety or i will not feel whatever you are feeling because that is an inherent part of you god you cannot become a computer you cannot say i will not feel any emotions no feel it just be a ceo and let your boys do the work they're doing and just make thoda adjustments talk to this guy a little bit talk to that guy a little bit mm. and you know fine tune the motor and it is a constant process you still yeah. don't know what is your limit of your efficiency right so you don't want to stop anyone you don't want to fire anyone prematurely you don't know what they'll bring to the table you don't know what your anxiety can bring to the table mm. right so try and get the best out of every part of your brain got it got it super fascinating man super fascinating i think <laughs> do- do- dopamine levels are constantly up i know it's not possible but it's constantly up <laughs> no no, no it is this is a this is a lovely conversation <laughs> i i really enjoy i really enjoy conversations that just gets me thinking you know because a lot of times uh, these are thoughts that don't have words mm. and until you are in a conversation yeah. being asked the right I questions in that right conversation it just flows and i uh. really like that and i'm glad this is recorded because a lot of times these conversations happen in a <laughs> in a you know uh, at a at a club somewhere and we just talking and chala gaya and then yaad nahi aa raha hai you're like kya kya bola tha yaar bahut acha bola tha kya bola tha ek tweet to kar deta i know i know and, and continuing this i have another very interesting question so um so you are sort of a scientific guy right you know the neurology and all that and मी ऑन द रेड एंड नॉट स्टडी गर्ड एनीथिंग आई नो कि भाई ऐसा होता है बस पता नहीं क्यों होता है सो आई फील दैट वन ऑफ माय स्ट्रेंथ इज आई एम वेरी गुड एट मे बी अंडरस्टैंडिंग अ पर्सनस वाइब और नोइंग व्हाट टाइप ऑफ थिंग्स ही माइट लाइक और यू नो जजिंग अ पर्सन बट नॉट उस तरीके से मतलब मे बी लाइक ठीक है इस टाइप का होगा ये बहुत ये है वो समझ रहे हो आप थोड़ा सा वाइब समझ लो या उस टाइप का हो 
पता नहीं क्या कहते हैं इसको मेबी जस्ट गुड अंडरस्टैंडिंग ऑफ पीपल और स्पेंडिंग अ लॉट ऑफ टाइम विद एम्पैथी लाइक अ काइंड ऑफ एम्पैथी यू यू ट्राई टू गेट व्हाट अदर पीपल आर गोइंग थ्रू एंड वेयर दे आर एट द स्टेट ऑफ माइंड राइट समथिंग लाइक दैट सो फॉर एग्जांपल इफ आई मीट समवन फॉर द फर्स्ट टाइम और टॉक टू देम लाइक 15 मिनट्स एंड जस्ट through yeah. their body language i can i think it's aise hai or something like that or maybe ye to bahut kamal ka hai right so that yeah. is what i mean how do you break that down like uh, i'm sure you do stuff like yeah. this as well and you analyze it way way deeper then mera to bahut hollow sa hai but yeah no 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 it's not uh, it's not like that i, I don't analyze it uh, very deep i like i said uh, that was one of the first thing face spoke about right because mm. when you are a doctor and you are constantly meeting people who are coming to you with different different kinds of problems Yeah. A lot of times they don't say everything. They will come and say one problem, but mm. they actually have three or four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing is that if you only solve the problem that they spoke out, they will come back and say, "I don't feel better." Because for them, they will not feel better until all the problems are solved. But they will not realize that they haven't shared all the problems. because the human yeah. brain cannot be so calculating that okay i said headache yeah. and since my headache is gone i feel good no because as soon as the headache goes away they will realize that they also have a backache they'll also realize that they have anxiety they'll also realize that they're not able to sleep well but they didn't mm. say this on day 1 mm. they'll only come back still feeling sad but because of a different problem mm. so you can either wait until they realize everything and they share or you can increase your empathy levels and try to get into their mind and try and understand all the problems that oh. they have because at the end of the day you want to make them feel better period so in this exercise you unknowingly start developing this sixth sense of what is really bothering you i mean i know you said headache but come on tell me what is really uh. bothering you and then they say okay it's because my uh, you know my son is in studying and he's just out with his friends all the time and or somebody will say that no my husband is drinking all the time or something which they will not yeah. say on the first go they will always say something else mm. and you develop so it's you can club it under empathy i think empathy is a great word mm. and yeah. we don't really understand the full extent of the word empathy empathy is like a magic power Yeah, yeah. No, em- empathy is the closest thing we have to mind reading. Oh, okay. So if I have really high levels of empathy, I look at you and I know what you're feeling. Hmm. But that also means at the same time that you have to go through a lot of stuff, right? Uh, as a person, because you can can't be empathy can't be empathetic if you have not you know felt that same emotion in uh, some way. Because otherwise, that would be sympathy, right? Yeah. Hmm. there's an interesting theory on this that uh, human beings have a much higher capacity for empathy than animals and that is one of the reasons how we are able to function as a society because if we didn't have empathy we would not be able to trust each other or we would not be able to uh, work together so well and it would also mean that all of us will have to make the same mistakes in order to learn all of us will have to go through the same experience in order to in order to understand what that is but because i have empathy now say if you go through a breakup and you come and tell me because i have capacity for empathy just hearing you talk about your breakup just hearing seeing your face looking at your emotions i kind of go through it so that the next time i go through it i'm not going into it with a empty slate i'm going into it with a shared experience of what you 
right? So it's 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 a little bit like if you've seen the Matrix and how Neo. Oh, you've not. Okay. So there is a concept in the Matrix where you can download entire uh, pockets of knowledge. So if I want to learn kung fu, yeah. I just have to insert the CD of kung fu and just install it in my brain, and now I know kung fu. Yeah. So in a way, we do have that. So just by looking at somebody go through something, you get the experience of what that person has gone through. So when you do it, you are not doing it completely Got fresh. It. Is this natural to someone empathy, or is like you can train it as well? It it is both. Everybody is born with the capacity for empathy. People can either increase it or decrease it. So everybody starts off it. I mean, in chess mm. terms, say everybody starts off with eight hundred rating, and then mm. the more you play, you yeah. can keep increasing you can, your empathy rating. Yeah. You can kill your empathy by being an, you know, completely yeah. arrogant rude. As well as what I was trying to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So second last That's empathy. Question. Yeah. <laughs> second last question is so this question has been bothering me for maybe 2 weeks now and this is a personal question so how do you you know reach the a level of success kehlo ya kuch bhi kehlo like the kunal shah level of success or uh, the bhuvan bham level of success or the shahrukh khan level of success you know uh, and this is coming from a point of view ki bhai you are trying so hard you are so ambitious we are you know trying to be consistent we are uh making our networks we are trying to meet make our end meek and you know we're doing everything that we can yeah. but then a lot of things are not are in our control right for example tomorrow if my reel goes viral and i'm at 100k wow so many of my problems are solved automatically right because if i have 100k that gives me leverage to just text than my butt and you know uh, he'll be obviously yeah. be interested in me because if i have 100k followers right so yeah that gets solved that is uncontrollable that's not my control right second would be uh I forgot the second point, but um, <laughs> what was the second point? The first one was the hundred kilo part. Second, interesting, right? So, second, right? So, for example, if Tanmay was my friend or Karan Johar is my friend, then uh, you know the favors come in. Not favors, but the network effect comes yeah. in, and then Absolutely. I jump across. You know, itni jaldi fastly, I wo ho jata hu jump karta hu. If I'm at at three level of success tomorrow, I'm like nine level of success. You know, overnight. So, yeah. uncontrollable factors again. So, how does someone, you know? you get the point <laughs> yeah i do and uh, i think the answer is something that you said that uh, i would really advise you not to focus too much on uncontrollable things uh because it you have limited time limited energy you have limited attention now you can either spend it on things you can't control or things you can control mm-hmm. right so the things that you can control will give you much more returns than focusing on things you can't control this is just logical and it's not that the things you can control are so uh like something to be dismissed because what can you control you can control your attention span you can control how focused you want to be you can control your creativity believe it or not you can improve your creativity you can become more creative you can control how you learn and you can control how quickly you learn now this is very important because how quickly you learn will decide the turnover rate so how 
the difference between a linear scale and an exponential scale or linear growth and exponential growth is the log it is the rate at which you learn mm. Mm. so if you are learning at you know at a square rate then with every iteration like your podcast version 1 and your podcast version 2 the difference versus the podcast number 44 and podcast number 45 the difference is going to be so huge if you are learning at that rate right and you are improving at that rate mm. so that is something that is in your hands improve that fast improve that quickly which means learn that quickly take in that much feedback process it that much faster and improve your outcome that much better that is something in your hands right and then weird things happen around you that's the way that life works life is a mixture of discipline and chaos so the more you focus on the discipline part the more the chaos seems to work in your favor which people call luck fate whatever yeah but it's <laughs> coming to that you know, that's Aliyab. the yeah that's the dynamic it's all thermodynamics in a way so the more you focus on yourself and controlling yourself and becoming the best possible version of you and there's no limit to it there's, like the best possible version is an abstract thing right even kunal shall say that i am not the best possible version of me there is always something else there's always kunal version 45 you know if he is working on 44 so there's all and 45 will be much better than 44 because he's learning so well right so you can do that at whatever level you are at correct right i have i have so many questions coming in but i can't ask more than this <laughs> because people will stop watching yeah uh, no, 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 <laughs> no this was so, perfect though this was a one hour lovely lovely conversation yeah the 55th episode when i call you back and if you come again then i'll ask all this question at that time yeah. final question is three, to, three books uh, podcast and life lessons this is something i ask everybody quickly three okay. books podcast and life lessons that you want to share with the audience wow okay uh books are uh, okay very weird book hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy okay yeah. there is uh, so many levels to that book and it just gives you a kind of perspective that most books have not especially because it is a comic book i mean it's a it's a humorous book it's not a comic book it's a novel but it's a humorous one and when i talked of creativity and when i talked of different ways of looking at things we try to we tend to think of self help books in a very particular way we say that you know seven effects of highly uh, seven habits of highly effective people and all that we don't really think that a humorous book can give you so many life lessons without actually claiming to give you life lessons mm. so hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy has too many undercurrents of philosophy yeah. so that is one uh, sapiens uh yuval harari yuval harari yeah yeah very very good book and uh, bhagavad gita something that i've read very recently uh from a neuroscience perspective very very interesting book in the sense that i would suggest that everybody read it once now and then read it again 5 years later just to see <laughs> how the same book can uh, be interpreted differently got it yeah uh interesting oh, yeah podcast dude follow prakar uh, check out trifecta of reality i yeah. think they're both uh, yeah. you know really really good conversations and just yeah. opens up your mind and uh, 
one podcast that I particularly like is one called uh, Radio Lab. It's not a self-help thing at all. It's just every episode just brings in a completely different perspective on how to look at the world. Mm. And uh, like there was one entire podcast on how trees talk to each other. Mm-hmm. There's one podcast of how music has evolved through the ages. So after every podcast, a, a small part of your world will look different. Okay. Got so it. the next time you look at three trees together, you'll realize that, wow, they're in conversation. And it just changes your life. So I would recommend that everyone check that out. And yeah, I think that's about it. Got it, got it. Book, uh, life lessons, three life lessons. Oh, life lessons. Uh, one, happiness is a scam. And I mean that in a very positive way. Mm. And it is essentially... Uh, what a scam means is that you are, I'm, I'm giving you something. And uh, so one of the scams in my childhood was there was this lady who visited all the houses in my colony and she was selling basmati rice and you, she opened the bag and the smell of the basmati rice was so good that everybody bought one kg, two kgs. And then they opened it and they realized that only the top layer of the rice was basmati and the rest of it was just plain rice with the, and it was like, fuck all. Mm. And I think that is what happiness is. The happiness is just that dopamine spike at a very superficial level. <laughs> so don't go chasing that. Don't spend too much time chasing happiness. Try to find some other meaning in life. It's just in the long term, it just makes more sense. Got it. And all the things that you say will make you happy, you will get without chasing happiness. That's the irony of it. All right. right? So yeah, chase something yeah. else. Yeah. Number two. Number two. Uh, <laughs> there is, this is a weird one. Uh, there is no right and wrong, but there are consequences. And this takes some time to deal with. So don't do something because it's the right thing to do. Don't do something because it's the wrong thing to do. All right and wrong are social constructs, hmm. but consequences hone wala hai. Like you kill somebody, you will go to jail. It's not because you did the right thing or the wrong thing. It's because there were consequences in that time and place. Yeah. Right. So try to detach yourself from this whole morality or the emotional aspect of it. And just try to look at a situation and try to calculate what are the consequences of this action. Because right and wrong is a form of escapism. It's because you don't want to think. Yeah, I think that's about it. Two two life lessons will suffice, I think. All right. All right, bro. Thank you. Thank you so much for doing this podcast. I'm not kidding when I say that this is probably the best, if not the second or third best podcast I've done across 1.5 years. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming. I have linked down Siddharth's handles, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Go and subscribe, follow DM him if you have any questions. Thank you. Yeah, anytime. It's a validation. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, Ayush. Colleagues. Thanks. Thanks. See you. Recording one.